for centuries. We've been warned about little green men. Now, they are coming. They're coming for you. Run. But first, shut your windows. Hide your apples. Prepare for the attack of the android. And now, your host and the human leader of the android underground, Matt Lee. Hey, what's up, everybody? It is December 8th, 2011, episode 12 of Attack of the Androids, brought to you by GroovyPost.com, your one-stop shop for all the great tech write-ups, how-tos, pieces on pretty much anything you can think of. Uh, my name is Matt Lee. Joining me tonight, we got Jeremy Lesniak. What is up? We got Joey Kelly. All your bases belong to me. We got Eric Finkenbeiner. What's up? Hey, gentlemen. What's going on? And that's it. Seth is uh, taking the night off to write his uh, five-page dissertation on belief systems. Is it only five pages? No, I'm making that. I, it's it's pretty long, apparently. He was talking like about nine. he was talking about chapters. <laughs> so. Yes, he's writing a chapter book. Yeah. Chapter it could be a three. children's book. You don't know. Each deity gets its own. Anyway, this is a show all about the Android operating system, Google, the community here and there. And uh, lately, we've kind of been starting the show out with the whole Galaxy Nexus thing. Anyone have it yet? No. No. No, but for those of you who are playing the Attack of the Androids drinking game, Galaxy Nexus, and let's see here. Oh, uh, Carrier IQ and... Republic Wireless. Um, uh, Republic Wireless. There yep. you go. Three drinks. Those right are there. Our, those are our three right there. But so um, we've we've been seeing leaked documents. We've been seeing uh, ads that have been leaked uh, before they're supposed to be released. All showing this. I have a, a friend of mine that works at a local Verizon store here. He was supposed to get his today, and he was actually going to bring it over here so we could play with it on the show. He texts me today and he says, "Bad news." the release got pushed back a week. I'm like, what? Are you... Come on. Come so, on. It's in Canada. I saw that. They just... They got in Canada... It, what, it came out in the UK first, and then everyone complained about the volume issues. So... Could that be... They couldn't still be trying to figure that out, right? Eh, I We've seen it before. You know, we... We've seen products hit the market and then, you know, then pull some stuff back. You know, some of those iPhone 4s's that came out had some battery issues in the very first batches. You know, it's it's not unheard of. Right. Some of them catch fire. Some of them, you know, the, the, it's there's problems. I kind of blame Apple because they came out with the device that completely set the standard. And then that instantly caused every other manufacturer to just rush. And they've been rushing ever since. And we've been kind of suffering the consequences of it with beta products. I, I thought I remembered a fix of that bug going out. And I believe a fix was released about a week ago. So that's, I mean, that's probably not the problem. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I would agree that you, we were, you know, we being, you know, anybody not Apple, we're playing catch up. Um, you know, may, I would say up until what, like six months ago. At this point, I I believe that the you know the field is pretty even. Well, yeah, um, we were it's starting. Just the fast, it's the fast iteration cycles of these phones that's leading to beta products. 
Right. And you know, the the playing field got leveled when we started seeing Apple incorporate Android features into the next iOS update. Do we really want to have this chat conversation? Nope, just saying. So, next week. And then next week? They're going to say next week. And then next week? Yeah. This is never going to end. On Attack of the Androids episode 13, the continuing saga of the Galaxy Nexus. (laughs) It's going to be like the Duke Nukem forever of... Yeah, exactly. One of the things I found disappointing was the the fact that uh, Verizon stated that they're not going to support um, Google Wallet for this. And, I mean, quite frankly, I... That's one of the things I was excited for was, you know, having an NFC chip in there and being able to do these payments and maybe use some of the Hold on, Eric, you know, some of the other stuff. Why why does that excite you? Do you live in the two cities that are going to have this or Honestly, I just want to play with it and I really like the I like the idea of it. Um it never really caught on with uh with debit cards and credit cards. Um well, you we know, saw it a lot. The... We saw it first implemented at gas stations, right? What well, was it, mobile that had the speed pass thing? Oh, well, I guess even before that, at toll booths, if you live in a place with tolls, they have that little that that was kind of like a, a, a an early iteration of of the idea. Why do Why does Verizon need to support it? Isn't it just data? That's a good. Well, point. they're saying they were saying something about security issues. Oh, um, really? They. Yeah. This coming from Verizon, let me put John Madden and the Blockbuster app on all of your devices. Not to mention, well, I guess Moto Blur wasn't their fault, but, like, really, Verizon? Let's talk about Carrier IQ. Let's talk about security exploitable holes. Sorry, go ahead. I'm I'm laughing. I I, died. No, Eric, finish your thought, please. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) No, I I mean, I think that was it. I just, I like this NFC stuff. I think that it has an interesting future. We see it in use, um, like if you were to go to Japan, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of fun things that people do, you know, just being able to tap the phones together and, um, you know, swap contact information. I want to see that more here, and Google Wallet is just one piece of that. And it's one that I want to have access to, but when these carriers jump in and, and start making decisions about what I can put on my phone, that's when it sort of irritates me. When can we get to the point where carriers are just that? Carriers. You provide when- the service, subsidize it if you'd like, sure. But that's it. Don't You're not developers. You're not app programmers. You're, come on. When there's legitimate competition. Yeah. That'll happen. One day, then, then One it day. will never change, right? I mean, in in certain areas, you have legitimate competition. There no, are you metropolitan. Do not. A- well, yeah, well, no, there no, are. No, you metropolitan- do not. Not in wireless. No, I. I, I whoa, 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 whoa! Look, if you've got three carriers that can provide arguably the same coverage in the same market, then you should have competition. Except the fact that two of those carriers are getting their service through the other carrier. We see it here with the DSL. I think I mentioned this on one of the early episodes, that no matter who you buy your DSL from, they're paying half of that cost to CenturyTel because CenturyTel owns the rights to all the fiber and the the copper. Right. Well, that's very different, though, than, than, than the wireless spectrum because you've got different frequency ranges and whatnot. You've got uh, – you can't sell Verizon's service to an AT&T customer because the phone won't recognize it. Right, so, but 
Joey, look at it. Look at it this way. They all charge roughly the same amount of money. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're talking about less than may, maybe a 10% difference factor from carrier to carrier. What's that called? They're Price all fixing? expensive. They're all crappy. They are colluding illegally. I mean, that's why they're constantly looked into. That's why AT&T was the number one spender on lobbyists last year in this country. Interesting. So let's clarify the scope of this. We're saying that competition doesn't exist here in the United States. Um, any of you guys have experience with um, cell phone carriers uh, internationally? And do they have the same problem? They do not in the U.K. Yeah, when I was in London, it, everybody I was hanging out with, like they were, it seemed like they were constantly swapping out cards and, you know, like putting a little money on this one and having this one. And it, it was like normal. And I, coming from here, I'd never seen that before. I was like, what is that? You know, and they're like, oh, it's, it's my cell phone. <laughs> you just well, put basically, this in, anything. in the UK, they have adopted the complete opposite right. of the open market in one respect. The government owns the telecommunications hardware, so the government resells to the individual carriers at a bulk rate. Which is fine. Is the government trying to develop apps? Is the government trying to score deals to put people's software on it that you can't get rid of? No, because they don't sell directly to consumers. <laughs> they only offer it as, uh, you know, for, for instance, if I was the... If I was doing business in the UK, I or, or if I if I had a cell phone in the UK, I can't walk up to the UK government and say, "Hey, look, I want to buy a card, for, uh, a SIM card from you." That's not right. how it works. You have to go to a provider like Orange or or whatnot. That's the, one of the big ones over there in, in the general London area. Um, and and I have to say, "Hey, I need a card for my phone." They say, "Oh, okay, here you go," because they've negotiated a contract with the government for a bulk price for access to the government-owned cell phone network. The analogy over here would be if the government went through and bought up all of the spectrum in the wireless area and bought up all of the towers and bought up you know, you know, all of the infrastructure associated with those and standardized everything on one technology, one frequency range across the entire country, rolled out enough towers to blanket the entire the country and then bulk sold to Verizon, U.S. Cellular, for instance, um, AT&T. Could, anyone can go into a contract with the government to buy bulk from them, and then they're responsible for markup, for service plans, for customer service, and all that because the government just owns the infrastructure. And I think that that would actually work better for those of us, like, for instance, Jeremy and I, that live in more rural states because we don't have no one is going to build the infrastructure here to provide actual competition because of the geography and the lack of subscriber base so if the government were to standardize all the wirelesses on a single technology you know that would allow one technology to blanket the entire country hold on, and be hold done on. much more cheaply. Would that and be, yes, I'm not forgetting Montana. No, but listen, would that be wise given our government's track record of corruption? Do we want them owning all the infrastructure and being able to say, nips, no cell service for anyone today? But I, is it any better than what we've got? I mean, or, or is that any worse than what we've got, I should say? Because what we've got now is companies sniping each other right. over small areas of coverage with really no appreciable difference in price or service 
and we're still getting poor coverage in certain areas under certain carriers. I don't see it being any different. So the only way around this is to have a device that everyone hooks up to their internet. It blankets a mile with cell service, and you can just use that. Your neighborhood wireless provider, all uh, peer-to-peer based. The problem being, of course, that, that that's what Republic Wireless is talking exactly. about, being able to use Wi-Fi. Uh, oh, oh, drinking game, Republic Wireless. There, oh, you, that's go. Two. there you go. Uh, there you go. There you go. Wasted. Uh, you can. Uh, yeah, that's the that's sort of the divide and conquer distributed network model. And there's definitely a place for that too. The catch is is that somebody has to pay for it at some exactly. point. Exactly. Exactly. But aren't we to the point now where the people that are making the software that we're running on our devices, wouldn't it be in their best interest to have lots of happy customers using their phones on this new cool uh, service? Why wouldn't they you would, finance You would think it? so. They should bankroll it. I think it's past the point of no return. We're all screwed, so who cares? Anyway, world's ending in 2012. By the way, can I mention, you guys listen to Astronomy Cast at all? No. There's this thing called the End of the World Cruise. December 21st through 26th, we're going to go explore the Mayan ruins during the end of the world. So uh, if anyone wants to go check it out, just uh, Google end of the world cruise and you'll find it. Astronomy cast is bringing all their cool uh, astronomy gear. We're going to do stargazing telescope stuff on the cruise ship in complete dark. Oh, it's going to be beautiful. So it's not till December 2012, but start saving up if you guys want to come with. That's where you want to be when the world ends? On a cruise ship exploring the Mayan ruins? F yeah. I'm just going to hop through the Stargate. I'm just saying I'd rather be at the place it all started for when it all ends. It would be, it would be very nice for my OCD. It's very symmetrical. It's very meta. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I, don't, I don't think a cruise ship's going to be able to make it to the ruins. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure that cruise ships don't go on land. Well, we'll, we'll do a little hiking, I'm sure. So, um, they actually have a catapult. Yeah, that, that they launch them off of the ship onto the ruins. Oh my ruins. god! If I had a cruise ship, I'd build a catapult on it. Wouldn't mm-hmm. you? Like a big old treb- fantastic a trebuchet yeah. and a guillotine. Yeah. Uh, it'd be and amazing. because we're not going off Android topic completely, we would design it so that it would be powered by an Android device. That's right, and people on the internet could steer us where we're going. That'd be fun. That'd be fantastic because nobody would try and sink our ship at all. No way. And then we could go hunt pirates, and we can make an app. So, uh, got another... There would be no Da Vinci virus trying to tip us over. <laughs> got another announcement. Guys, Should uh, if you're enjoying this show, you should keep an eye out for our new website coming soon, uh, attackoftheandroids.com. Right now it goes to our iTunes. So while you're waiting, go to iTunes, make sure you're subscribed, and give us a review. Five stars all the way. All or nothing. You know you want what? to. Attack what can of, people expect to see at that website, Matt? Attackoftheandroids.com. They'll see our live shows, some archives, some information, some app lists, uh, some conversations, uh, some, some pretty images, some more information about who we are and Android stuff. We'll blog there. We'll have our own site. It's going to be amazing. So keep an eye out for and that. Of course, in the next most importantly, pictures of me. Weeks. Um, and pictures of Joey's girlfriend. So uh, check that out. Uh, and then, yeah, we also have a forum section over on the jamhole.com slash forums. We share that with a few other shows. Uh, if you guys want to discuss anything you've heard on this show, you can leave comments on the site or in the forums. 
Like if you're if you're like, hey, I wonder what Matt and Joey and Jeremy and Seth and Eric are doing in between shows. That's where you can uh, do that. And we have a Google Plus circle, so find that circle us, share it with your friends. We appreciate it. Uh, we got some s- some listener email. If you guys ever have any questions, Android problems, anything like that, you want our opinions on, you want our help on, show at attackoftheandroids.com. Uh, it says, hi guys, my buddy shattered the glass on his Droid X, and rather than try to fix it, he's going to use his upgrade with Verizon, and he's willing to sell it to me for cheap. The phone works, it's just the glass that's busted. A shop quoted him $105 to fix it. He looked online and says, I could buy the glass for $11, <laughs> but the replacement sounds difficult. How hard is it really to replace the glass? What are my odds of success? What should I pay him for the phone? Thanks, guys. Keep up the good work. MDS. Have any of you guys ever... I've only ever replaced, like, laptop screens, but not... Like, it sounds like it's the glass, not... I mean, is that the screen itself? I've never taken this thing apart. Because I have a droid. If I, has, has anybody done this? Because I, I haven't, but I've seen stuff. So if you guys have done it, I'll defer. Okay. From what I've seen, it's two separate pieces. You know, because most of us have probably had that experience where we've seen someone's phone that's shattered, but it works. Right. You know, and you they're, can they're see messing the ink around with it. Kind of you know, because there's, there's a second layer under the glass. Um, my understanding is what's difficult about that is actually extracting the glass without damaging the screen underneath because it's glued down. I'm sure there's how-tos out there on the web. I would just say be careful, but uh, Matt, you've got a, a DX, right? Yes, sir. When did that come out? Uh, I've had this thing for years, it seems like. <laughs> it. I got it the day it came out. And Two years? That was... Uh... No, I think it was the, I think it was around the beginning of 2010. Uh, July 2010. Okay, so it's coming up on two years. Yes, sir. July 2010. Uh, you know, at that point, a two-year-old used damaged phone, if buying the glass is $11, I, should, I say he shouldn't pay more than 50 bucks for it. Sure. That's, I'd agree. I, I was looking on Craigslist. I mean, you can get a lot of these droid axes now for... Under a hundred bucks, and they're fine. Yeah. Um, I actually looked into this a little bit because each phone's a little different. Um, and you're it, right, Jeremy, in that you have the glass on top, then you have the LCD underneath. And with this phone, the thing to watch out for is the digitizer um, that hooks up to the. I think it hooks up to the uh, screen. It's very prone to breaking because it's just a thin little ribbon cable. Um, so, I mean, if, if it's $11 and you can get the phone for under 50 I'd say go for it. Just, you know, be very careful. Um, you'll need a couple torque screws and, or, uh, yeah, torque screwdrivers and, you know, give it a shot. At the end of the day, it's probably, you know, probably teach you something. A uh, quick search over on droidxforums.com, and I'll put links to these in the show notes. It says, uh, unlike the iPhone, replacing the screen on the Droid X is actually extremely difficult. The way the phone was designed, the digitizer, like you said, uh, the plastic screen underneath the glass is glued right to the Gorilla Glass. When trying to replace a cracked screen, you actually have to peel all the glass off of the digitizer. To make things even more difficult and even risky, you cannot disconnect the digitizer from the cell phone itself. Is that what you said? Sorry. Uh, There is a piece of electrical ribbon hardwired directly to the motherboard and processor. If you break it, 
<laughs> the home screen, or if you break it, which is actually really easy to do, the touchscreen part of the Droid X is useless. Without the touchscreen, you can't even get to the home screen. If you still want to try it, uh, here's some directions and pictures. I'll post links to these. Uh, it's a whole video series on how to disassemble it, how to you know put it back together, and there's a part in there focused on screen replacement. Now, question, yeah, Matt, check out the in the show notes. I also put a link to a YouTube video that yep, I watched that. both that one that you were talking about and this one. Yep. Um, the one I posted actually, they do a really good job of like zooming in the camera on particular pieces, like oh, the nice. antenna when you're disconnecting. Nice. So I would check that out first. And nice. aside from like a torque screwdriver, um, some sort of like plastic wedge piece um, would be good to have. Um, probably won't cost you a lot, but there are a lot of really weird, you know, pieces, you know, like the top of the phone and the bottom of the phone. Right. How they fit together is kind of wacky. Plus, some of that stuff is really fragile plastic, so you might might want to be careful. I have a question, yeah. though. If it's Gorilla Glass, how did it crack? You should buy it for 20 bucks and then just take it back and be like, what the hell? Isn't that worn? I, I'm poking around on eBay, slight change of... of discussion and i see you know anywhere from 90 to 100 dollars for good condition used ones right so from, minus from reputable firms so like 50 bucks yeah. less than that if it was 50 bucks i'd say it's it's going to be a decent learning project you know it could be fun if if the the uh the listeners yeah. of that ilk yeah and he if he's it's 50 using... bucks and you get it fixed it's a good deal if it's 25 dollars and you get it fixed it's a good deal it's even better deal if it's 25 bucks or 50 bucks and you screw it up well yeah. i mean you're not out much um but i certainly wouldn't want to put anything more than about 50 bucks in the phone itself because after you sink another 11 into it how close are you to that 90 dollars for yep. one that works exactly I mean, you could easily pick up a feature phone for a heck of a lot cheaper in an iPod Touch. Well, see, and, and that's and have smartphone functionality. That's what he's doing. He has a feature phone that's hooked up for you know voice and and text, and then he has an OG Droid that he uses on Wi-Fi for you know browsing and stuff. So yeah, gotcha. um, yeah. Well, on, let me throw on, out a word of caution real quickly, if you don't mind. The digitizer. I've had, no, not the digitizer. I've oh. had a couple of phones um, where the glass is broken. Um, and you have to look out. Like I, I broke one on a tile floor, and I had dropped. It was an Evo 4G. I dropped this thing multiple times without a problem. But it's because it hit on the corner of the phone ah. that that's when it broke. Ah. And when it breaks like that, sometimes you actually have to figure out a way to bend back. You know, sort of that that bezel where the where the glass sits or else it won't actually fit in there anymore. So take a look at it. If that if it's broken because of something like that, and you can tell that you know, the, the frame of the phone has bent in a little bit where the glass should be, then maybe it's not the best buy. Good call. And yeah, I'll, I'll put the links to the videos and all that stuff and, uh, in, in the forums and when we uh, get the show notes up, which I will say is going to be a lot easier to do once we get our site up. So uh, moving on. I had I don't know if we really want to get into this. This might be a topic for the Buffer Overflow show, but there was a little Facebook back and forth over what came first, the chicken or the egg. Apple uh, came before Android, of course, we know. But I, I, I posted, but sure, where did Apple get their ideas from? It wasn't Apple's original, you know, 
idea like, hey, we're going to take this rectangle and make it so you can touch it and it'll do things. And like, even even for computers, you know, they got their ideas from Xerox or IBM and basically everyone steals from everyone. But what I hear a lot on the whole Apple versus Android argument, Apple came first, Apple came first, Apple like that's some sort of point in their for their side. I don't know. You guys have any comments on that or should we just move on? Well, Move at on. the risk of Move. jumping into a buffer overflow show, it's not necessarily the first person who has the best product. Um, Ford was the first company to mass produce the automobile. And depending on who you talk to and their opinion on the subject, and maybe some facts to back it up, but there's a lot of facts backing up everyone's opinion on that subject. They may or may not make the best automobile today. Um it's not necessarily the first one to market that comes up with the best ideas. Right. That having been said, it's often the first to market that does well, but that doesn't necessarily have anything to do with the innovation. It's I because mean, consider the choices up until that point. Like when the, right. when the iPhone came out, what, what did you have? The Treo, which was all right. You had Blackberries, and you had these Windows phones, the, the HD or whatever, the XV6700, the 6800, you know. There, there wasn't much to choose from. Right. So it was a revolutionary product that every, set everybody back on their haunches and went, oh, my God. And that kind of thing, you can't underestimate the power of that when it comes to marketing. Right. But that doesn't mean that in two years they're going to have the, the edge still on innovation, but they might still be riding a marketing front. So, I mean, we could go on for hours on this, citing example after example. Sure. But- my, my big thing about it was that I didn't appreciate the whole, we don't like competition, so we're just going to sue everybody thing. Like, I feel like the money would be so much better off spent trying to innovate. How can we break this whole battery problem? How can we figure out how to make our screen a little bigger? You know, just there, there's so much that can be done in the way of innovation that why are you wasting money being like, oh, there's this rectangle and so is ours. Sue them. Like, it seems like such a waste. And that I have, that's what I really have a problem with. But anyway. Oh, I agree completely. If they spent half the money that they're spending on attorneys innovating, it wouldn't be an issue. We'd have our damn jetpacks by now, I'll tell you what. No doubt. Which I That's believe we do now. I heard uh, it was some. Uh, I think the Skeptics Guide to the Universe, another podcast I listened to, they were talking about this guy that made a jetpack and he was flying in formation with all these fighter jets and stuff. And God, I can't wait. I want one. Well, you remember that James Bond movie with the uh, yep. rocket pack that he oh, uses yep. to fly over a wall? The Rocketeer. Yep. No, not I the know. Rocketeer. Moving on. Moving on. Uh, uh, we got well, some. I was just gonna say that exists. Okay, I want one. Where's so. Seth to keep us on track? I mean, seriously. Seth, we need you. We're fine. What are you talking about? We're totally <laughs> fine. Uh, I wanted to mention we got, did you guys notice, uh, there's quite a, quite a few uh, app updates this last week. I know a lot of Google stuff got updated. I got to say, I'm digging the new Google Plus. I'm digging the new Google Maps. They're they're really bringing together all of their different applications, and, and it's all starting to make really good sense now, I feel. And even props, I have dogged the crap out of Facebook for being this big giant company with the worst app in the world. You guys, wow, Facebook. Congratulations, you finally 
pushed an update that was better than the previous update instead of worse, which is what you've been doing up until this point. The new Facebook for Android app. Wow, guys. It works so well. It only yeah, took, what do you I, like I, about it? I haven't. I really don't use Facebook much anymore. I rarely. I tried not to really use the app much, just because it was such a big giant pile. I use Seismic and My Sixth Sense, which you can find write-ups on over at BufferOverflowShow dot com. But um, they they made they actually it they made it like Google Plus, kind of like how Maps now has that drop down in the upper left that lets you go to check-ins or latitude or whatever. They did that now. So they have a little drop-down in the upper left that lets you go to all your stuff. And they they made it more clean. They made it load faster, it seems like. It, it's a lot more streamlined. It, it's They made the Google Plus app for Facebook, basically. But I like it. There's a lot more functionality to it, and it runs better. So congratulations, Facebook. It's about freaking time. Uh, ROM Toolbox got an update. If you guys use that, if you're rooted, I'd, I'd recommend uh, AI Keyboard Plus. Uh, just a ton of great updates. People have been on point. Developers, right on. Right on. So, Hey, Matt, since we're talking about apps, um, have you guys seen the, uh, oh, the announcement that uh, the Google market hit 10 billion downloads uh, i think this past week i did see that and what was it like nine billion of those were malware <laughs> no i'm kidding no. <laughs> but seriously folks yeah well that's in awesome order to, i guess catching up oh, to mcdonald's <laughs> yeah they should just put it out like a sign and just leave it there for the rest of humanity oh yeah but uh what i think is really cool about this is that um they're doing 10 days of uh, having you know these really popular apps for ten cents each. Oh wow! Um, yeah, I mean, and are they going to be like really good stuff too? Are they going to be different apps each day, or is it just yeah. these apps for ten days? No, they're they're changing it every day. So you sort of have to check, um, nice. you know, and grab you know grab the apps that you want because the next day you're not going to be able to right. uh, to get it for ten cents. Well, man, I'll so, tell you what, you better jump on that talking tomcat too. <laughs> yeah, today was a little uh, was a little disappointing, but yeah, a um, little? I can tell you sure. a few of them that I've downloaded. They had Minecraft uh, on there, which I think is normally like what six ninety nine or something. Yeah, um, and uh, a few other things. Uh, think basically a lot of these apps that I had bought on the that I had gotten on the Amazon App Store for free. Um, I can now purchase them on the Android side and sort of get rid of some of that. Uh, you know what do you what do you call it? Um, Basically, uh, where I, I have some apps on Amazon, I have some apps on the Android market. It's a little disjointed. You know what, though? Shouldn't you be putting them all on Amazon for when you get your Kindle Fire? <laughs> oh, yeah, that'll uh, that'll be the day. Oh, man. <sighs> Maybe version two or three. I'm sorry. Did that hurt your feelings, Jeremy? No, I'm just – I'm glad to be in a place where uh, I'm, I'm surrounded by people that aren't idiots. Anytime. Man. I feel like – Except for Joey. Everybody's talking about the Kindle Fire. And, oh, Kindle Fire. And they're like, Kindle Fire is so great and it's cheaper than an iPad. And I'm like, you guys are idiots. The Kindle just Fire. Go, just so, go buy a Nook color, root it. Um, you know, and this isn't just because I wrote the definitive guide on how to do that. You'll be good to go. Okay. I heard It'll you do can root everything. You can root the fire. 
They they got that figured out. But you know yeah, what? Yeah, but what you do, it's a stinking pile of crap. Right. The Kindle Fire tagline should be single-handedly lowering the world's standards. Well, I mean, now you can put ice cream is, sandwich on the Kindle Fire, too. But that's not well, going to give it... The specs aren't as good. That's not going to okay, give it more whoa, whoa, RAM. Hold on, whoa. Before you go down that, that Kindle Fire road, let me just hit you with one thing. It has no interface ports. <laughs> You've got no SD card. <laughs> You've got no USB interface with the blasted thing, except that I assume there's a charging jack. I haven't seen anyone say there nope. wasn't. Once, I mean, that's the only Joey. thing you've got to get into the bloody thing. You can't do anything with it. Once, once you get it rooted, except load stuff through an, an internet connection, and that's almost useless because if it breaks, how do you fix it? It doesn't. Once the battery runs out, you throw it away and you buy another one. <laughs> it's disposable. Duh. It's truly disposable technology. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> Was I the only one that was hoping Joey was going to say, let me hit you with my best shot? <laughs> I heard it in my head. Fire away! <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Here we go. CNET came out with a hands-on with the $19 a month Republic wireless Android phone. We're not going to talk about it, though. I just wanted everyone to drink so that this is more enjoyable. Oh, really? Uh, I want to go read that. Go read it. Eric Schmidt had some... Uh, I'm sorry. Did you say Republic wireless? Drink again. You're Hands an asshole. Uh, Eric Schmidt came out on Google Plus and had some comments about Carrier IQ. And I would like to kind of talk about this just because if you go to uh, appbrain.com, you can search for Carrier IQ there. Or if you go to, uh, what is it? What's the marketplace? Uh, market.android.com and search there. We're starting to see, and I don't know how many of these are malware, but we're starting to see a lot of carrier IQ detectors, voodoo carrier IQ detector, bit defender, carrier IQ finder, carrier IQ process killer, all of these apps, which leads me to believe this is a fairly widespread issue. I guess people aren't as comfortable with uh, all of their information allegedly flying across the internet at the speed of light, going into some marketing company or whatever, to make your experience better. No, this is for you. This is all for you. If you have custom ROMs, don't even worry about it. But you know, I'm look- reading this quote This quote that... um. We have from Eric Schmidt where he says it's a keylogger and it actually does keep your keystrokes and we certainly don't work with them and we certainly don't support it. Hmm. I I feel like he is bullshitting. This is <laughs> this is not a good thing to say no. because you know it it feels like the next step is that somebody's going to release some email or some document to somebody at Google showing and, him supporting you know, it. That either that either proves that there was cooperation or yep. you know implies it. I, I don't know. It's it's a it's another one of those instances where maybe Eric Schmidt just should not have said anything like but, that. Everyone I, I in in the background. I don't know that, like, I, that but, I agree with that. It, 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 this would not be a very googly thing to do. No, I, I don't. I agree. It wouldn't be. But you know, I do you do you think that they had anything to do with it? That there was any cooperation there? Not at all. So this this has carrier written all over it. What, Joey? It's pretty much the opposite of their supposed mantra of "don't be evil." Yeah, this is kind of the uh, the the very epitome, the, the definition of, of evil, or at least shady business practices. It wouldn't have been different if, when at the very start of this, 
it would have been clearly stated that, oh, and by the way, because we suck at pleasing customers to help make us do that better, we're going to constantly monitor and log all of this information. Like, you're cool with that, right? Just sign at the bottom there. It's fine. When I, what I get when I read that quote is that Schmidt is saying that, you know, Google didn't have anything to do with it. You know, we didn't know about it, blah, blah, blah. But it, it seems very unlikely that the first they've ever heard or interacted with Carrier IQ was when this, was when this broke. I mean, there, I just feel like they had, there had to be something it's from, after, you know, the Android team, like where no, one of these carriers Eric, reaches out and says, hey. No, because it's after the fact. It's after the fact, but in order to get the integration working right, like to, to get it that deep into the operating system, you're telling me that nobody sent an email saying to the Android team saying, dude, hey, guys, we can't get this to work. Dude, and, how many ROM developers are there? You, you think they're in contact with the original Android team? I really doubt it. I don't I, think I, ROM developers are, but I don't think it's, un, I don't think it's unheard of <coughs> for these development teams at you know, corporations to be <laughs> communicating back with uh, somebody on the Android team. Because they probably have a liaison to the company, and specifically that team that they work with. Yeah, but with. the open source nature of this just means that all they have to do is look at the code, find the keyboard interrupts, and be able to tap them. So this is one of them. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility, is all I'm saying, and that this just I feels be- like a dangerous thing. Sorry, I, I, was- I just have that sick feeling like it's going to come back in, in their faces. I was choking on a shock tart. I apologize. But I feel like because of what it is, they went out of their way not to communicate with them. I think they tried to keep this on as far on the down low as humanly possible until that one guy blew it out of the water. And then they got scared, and then their lawyers jumped on it and started trying to cease and desist. And you know that's... that's wow, guys. Well, at the risk of sounding like the total anti... Too late. Yeah, the total anti-privacy... Uh, Privacy's jerk. dead. Privacy died when Facebook came into existence, and you all started playing you a, Farmville. You had a point there. Um, but, okay, here's the thing. There are some, and Jeremy, get ready for it. You can sigh. Uh, there are some legitimate reasons why you would want to have an app like Carrier IQ running on the phones on your network because you and know your network is crap and you need to no, figure out why no no Tell us, jeremy okay hold on hear me out jeremy before you have an aneurysm <sighs> too late uh the, uh, the that by the way is jeremy's head exploding for anyone who doesn't know uh, <clears throat> but seriously from a technical support standpoint if customer john q public calls in with their android phone Opt in. Isn't doing something that they want it to do, Opt or in. they say something like, I had this application on my desktop and now it isn't there. I can't find it. Opt in. They would they would be able to jump into the to this this log of commands that were typed in and be able to go, sir, well, uh, we show that you actually uninstalled that app by doing this, by doing this, by doing Joey. this. So let's see what we can do to get it restored for you. Joey. Oh, you can do that. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. You know, Joey. I mean, th- that's, that's where I see this going or, or coming from. Uh-huh. Now, the other side of that would be, of course, knowing what people are downloading on their 
on Joey. their uh, 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 on their phones so that they can verify w- where their bandwidth is going from the network. That's a different issue. Joey. But, of course, this could be done for that as well. <laughs> I could do this all night, Joey. Joey. But That has to be opt-in. You have to say, hey, for an extra 20 bucks a month, would you like this extra tech support service? And that's how you go about doing it. You don't not tell anybody, oh, by the way. No way. In an ideal world, I'd agree with you. Opt in. You're right. In an ideal world where everyone was technically savvy and everybody knew what the heck they were doing. You don't have to be technically. everyone actually read everything there was to do but a contract. Don't make excuses. If everybody RTFM'd. No, don't make excuses for the ignorance of society. You don't have to be a genius to know how to opt in to this. Come on. That's a shady way to do it, and that's why they did it. All right, hold on a second before you before you tear into me, Jeremy, and Do remove I... my my genitals or something publicly. Uh, I just want to say that this is not how I personally feel. I'm just kind of playing devil's advocate to give Jeremy a stroke and uh, make for a good podcast. Yay! Okay, so aside from from the scenario that Joey has managed to cook up here, in Jeremy, which a hit me with your nine dollar an hour uh, outsourced tech support individual. Uh, manages to keep the old man on the phone calm enough while he digs through <laughs> a 500k text log trying to figure out what st- keystroke and, and swipe commands he actually used to uninstall whatever application he wanted. There is absolutely no legitimate reason for having this. Why? Because the carriers own the network. They already have all of this data. The only bit of data I can even imagine that they have reasonable cause to monitor that they don't get over the network is signal strength from the at the phone level. It's the only thing that they don't get, and they don't care about that. They know where because they're where they're. This isn't work. this isn't about improving service. That's right, not. but that's what they're hiding behind. Exactly. And that, that continues to be my big issue with this. Oh, we need data. We need to, you know, we need to, to better support our customers. Really? Maybe you should just turn to your freaking switches and look at your logs there. Boom. Oh, and hey, we, we use, I don't know if anyone knows, here's a little behind the scenes. We use a Google Docs, and there's a chat in there. And uh, Eric said, here comes the stroke. And all I could think of was the keystroke. Hold on. Anyway, it's shady business, no matter how you how you slice it. Yeah, and and I agree. It is kind of low to put all these things on all these people's phones and 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 never have mentioned it ever. I mean, I got to think probably somewhere it's buried in a privacy policy or or something like that. But I also would give them one benefit of the doubt, which is that if they've been doing this for years on feature yeah, phones and no one noticed. And no one noticed because they were feature phones. Um, It's entirely possible that, like I say, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt that they may have been doing this for the right reasons. It's unlikely, but I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. Has your service gotten better? (laughs) Well, probably not, but they can at least tell you where your holes are. Yeah. Um, So these these Eric Schmidt quotes came from the Internet Freedom Conference in the Netherlands. It. He kind of made every point to make it clear that, look, we have nothing to do with this. So, like we said, how true that is will remain to be determined. 
Uh, Carrier IQ and the carriers themselves have insisted that the software is used only for network diagnostics and quality of service purposes. Carrier IQ has empathetically denied that its software is a keylogger. So who's lying? Eric Schmidt not being evil or Carrier IQ, uh, the shady business practice award of 2011? I'll throw out two things. Number one, they can both be lying. There's Good. nothing that there's no rule that says one has to be telling the truth. Well, and the lying is evil. Is that I, so I don't know. I think we have our show title for tonight. <laughs> in that they can show you where your holes are. That is all. Thank you, Eric. Your commentary and uh, analyst skills are cherished. Yeah, that's why I get. That's why I get paid the big bucks. That's why we make? The yeah, big I bucks. guess that makes Eric our resident expert. Pretty much, uh, Eckhart. That's the guy that first found this. Uh, that Trevor guy, he the, got the, the cease and desist and all that. He found that carriers and handset makers, AT&T and Sprint and T-Mobile and HTC and Samsung, and to answer the question from a couple episodes ago, yes, even Apple. Hmm. Uh, it has also prompted calls from lawmakers for an investigation of carrier IQ software by the U.S. FTC. Is yeah, this, has anybody uh, seen anything further on that? Is this going to be class action? Is are we all going to get like nine dollars and fifty eight cents in the mail? Maybe if that much. A handful of security researchers who analyzed Carrier IQ software agreed with the company and said it does not appear to be as nefarious as initially feared. Now, are these researchers hired by Carrier IQ or what? Uh, Schmidt's comments, therefore, are likely to again spark debate over just how intrusive Carrier IQ software really is. Handsets based on Google's Android OS were among those identified uh, by Trevor as carrying IQ software. So, if you go, like I said, to the markets, either at Brain or uh, the, the actual market.android.com, search for that. Uh, I don't, I haven't really messed with any of these because I'm running CM7, so it's not a problem. But from the looks of it, from the companies that are making them, uh, I would say check out the one by Lookout Labs, Carrier IQ Detector. Uh, if that totally Fs your phone, that's your bad. So Yeah, to be perfectly honest with you, uh, I was looking at some of these. It seems easier to just root your phone yep. <laughs> and, and put a custom ROM on there yep. if you can. Completely. It, I mean, it. we've been seeing, if you read through the comments of a lot of this stuff, I mean, there's a high risk, I think, that you're going to break your phone in some instances. So why not just put something that's going to be better anyways on there? I like this right. one, the Voodoo Carrier IQ Detector. In the in the description, it says, how to remove Carrier IQ? Call your carrier, convince them to change their policy. There you go. Problem solved. Thanks. So one of the things that that hasn't <clears throat> – I've, I've heard it discussed but not adequately – this is from the privacy and security page from Carrier IQ. Information transmitted from enabled mobile devices, your phone, is stored in a secure data center facility that meets or exceeds industry best practice guidelines for security policies and procedures. Every damn phone that has this is sending the crap back to them, not just to the carriers. They have all of it. And you know what? Have- if, if RSA can get hacked, they can definitely get hacked. I don't right. care what standards you're up to. Right. Right. I mean, if I if I was, you think they're a target? That's a honeypot of info, right? It, it it's the everything. holy grail. Everything. If yeah, you're yeah, willing the to, is the, 
Whoa, 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 Jeremy, before you go down that road, we don't actually know what the just again, playing devil's advocate for a brief moment. We don't know what that software is actually recording if it's not actually recording every stroke and every swipe. But Joey, isn't that more motivation to go after it? Yes and no. I mean, it, it because we don't know one way or another, we can't sit here and say, oh, this is a mega huge privacy concern. No, but For all we know, this is where the people have been getting those uh, statistics on who has the best cell phone carrier. But as a hacker, that's the last decade. As a hacker, though, that's way more appealing, not knowing than if I knew for sure. It's like a whole new game now. Yeah. I mean, maybe, but I guess it could be just a stroke of genius. <laughs> My aneurysm. So, um, can we get a comment from Carrier IQ? Will one of you guys reach out to them and we'll we'll talk about it next week? I'm going to guess Pick it's going to go like it. this. Carrier IQ did not immediately respond to a request for comment by Attack of the Androids. How about we nominate think... Seth because he's not here? <laughs> it's his I fault. think we should nominate someone who can ask them without swearing at them like I would. We'll have to get Gina to do it. Josh Topolsky on uh, The Verge wrote, uh, Dear Carrier IQ, if you want to track me, you need to ask me first. And that basically reiterates what we said, that it, this has to be opt-in if you're even going to do this. So, pretty, well, I think pretty that cool you article. have to ask me, and then you have to pay me. Yeah. Well, nah, I don't know. You have to at least give my phone a little better subsidization than what you're doing. I'll tell you what, if that Galaxy Nexus with my upgrade I've been having for the last year is $300, I'm going to be pissed. And don't pull your stupid rebate crap. Rebates are the worst. What a scam. What a scam. So, are we done with Carrier IQ? Any final thoughts? Anybody? Hold on. Anyone? Anyone? Bueller? Google Google acquired Android in in 2005. Uh Right? Carrier IQ is also based in Mountain View and was founded in 2005. Oh! Coincidence? Hmm? Maybe. I'll tell you what. If I was a paid journalist, I'd be up this story's ass. <laughs> At Does this story have an ass? 51 minutes. Anyway. Yeah, if you go to their contact page, they don't even have an email address you or a think? form. It's like, you can call this phone number that yeah. we're probably never going to answer. Yeah, They have an office in Boston. I could go lay the smack down. Austin, Texas? No, thank, Boston. Thank you, Tom Green. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, oh, man. That was a reference from the movie Road Trip. Thank you. For any of you that um, have uh, taste in movies just, and have just, not seen it. Just fill in my quota. Retarded <laughs> it's all good, puns. buddy. All right. Uh, is that yeah, it? let's talk about something happier. All right. Uh, Ooh, Republic Wireless. Oh, I hate you, Joey. Google Dang launched Current. Have you guys messed with that at all? Did you guys like, uh, what was it? S- not Springboard. What am I thinking of? Um, Flipboard. Flipboard, thank you. Flipboard. I've not played with Flipboard. My <laughs> The closest experience I have to Currents was helping Todd uh, Ogasawara edit his piece on it. The only one a new domain. The only one I messed with a new domain dot net. Your a new domain dot net tech news. The only one I really messed with and I actually liked it was Google's Fast Flip. Is it was that what it was called? I don't Never. think it exists anymore. But it's basically the same idea. Big 
big like magazine kind of spreads with big button arrows that'll flip the page and things and you could feed it your RSS. I don't know. Let me see if I can find it while, while we're talking about this. I, I haven't seen it in a while, but I wonder if, if this is maybe something that branched off of that because I've been using it for the afternoon and you I mean, like it, it is sort of, I mean, it sounds sort of similar to what you're saying. It's um, not a Android app though, right? Cause I searched for it and I couldn't find it. Well, you know, I, there's a, there's a screenshot at the link, whoever put this up in the dock and it's, um, I think it's a, 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 ta- a seven inch galaxy tab that it's running on. Really? Wow. Yeah. Which, you know, I've got my, my Nook color here that I haven't been using, and my girlfriend decided she didn't want it, but this would be a use case where I might want it. You know, if I could actually have some real content going on. Yeah. I and like it. I actually like used... it a lot. Oh, man. Yeah. Fastflip.googlelabs.com. Error not found. <laughs> mm. Sad. Sad yeah, face. if you if you read Todd's piece, I mean, he he had a lot of criticism. Um, you know, apparently on the iOS uh, version, it runs uh, a little clunky. Um, some of the features, like sh- the sharing features, aren't working very well. Well, um, this is iOS. You're not allowed to share. <laughs> Just <laughs> kidding, guys. But I I on the Android, it actually works uh, really well. Um, I would have liked to have seen more like actual. So wait, you magazines. have. There, you have the Android app? Yeah, I'm I using searched, it right now on my uh, Transformer. I searched all the markets, and I couldn't find it. Yeah, it it's kind of weird. You If you type in currents, you can't find it. You actually have to type in Google currents, and it's like the no, sixth. No, I, I, I did that too. Really? Yeah, nothing. It That's very weird. Um, I don't know. It wasn't coming up as high as you would think. Oh, wait. Is results, it, it currents plural? Oh, sh- yes. I found it. I was doing current singular. But I mean, basically, it's yeah. you see all these mobile websites, um, you know, that they format their, uh, you know, their pages specifically oh, wow. for Sorry. Uh, the mobile platform. <laughs> this is Fastflip. Yeah. Wow. Is it? Basically, look yeah. at here. Um, here's an old blog post from Google. I'll put it in the the doc. I'll put, I'll put a link to it in the show notes so you guys see what we're talking about. Look at the screenshot on that old blog post, and then look at the Google current listing. Identical. <laughs> wow. So, That's kind of funny. Interesting. See here. Off to mess with it. I like all I, I don't know, man. Go to bufferoverflowshow.com and read my write up about my sixth sense. Ever since I started using that, like, I cannot consume or curate my feeds any other way. It, it, there's just simply so much noise to do it any other way other than by using this digital intuition that they created. It's, it's so time consuming this. I don't know, man. Pretty interesting. Does it make sense to you guys that they would release this as something separate other than putting it into uh, an existing app, like, uh, like the Google reader or something like that? Yeah, Especially they, because it, it uses a lot of RSS feeds, it seems. Yeah, the Google Reader app is good. I just I don't really use it for that. I don't know. I have it. Yeah, I, I mean I think this is probably gonna be like a lot of other Google projects where it's it'll it'll find its niche, it'll have, you know, probably you know what? a lot, you know, a small base of users that love it, but it's I don't think it's gonna blow up. You know what though? The niche for this is gonna be tablets. Because I, I 
that's the only use case I could see for this. This layout was made for a big screen. Absolutely. And that's where I would see myself using it because I wouldn't use my Sixth Sense on a tablet. Like, that's a phone app, you know, unless they came out with a tablet version. But I think that's it. That's where it... Yeah, if you have a tablet, uh, if you have a tablet with Android on it, you should definitely at least download this to give it a try. I I think it looks beautiful, and I'm probably going to start consuming a lot of my news through this app versus just going to people's websites. Looks like the way to do it. Now, as a website owner, do you uh, like that, or does that hurt you? If people are, I mean, you're still getting the the hits from the RSS feed, right? But you're not getting that in-depth, in-page, you know, uh, traffic. It requires you to change up your business model. You know, if you're if sure. you're going to do something like this, and Pivot. you're going to rely on you need having good advertisements and... outside of the RSS feed, well, then you know you you got to do something a little different. Well, that and rather than just RSS being another button on your your page, it causes you to look more into it and you know you, uh, utilize it more. Sure. Pretty neat, though. I I think what's most exciting about this is not that this is what's come out it's that google has put out something that they're they're trying to do something in this space that they're throwing it in ios that they are realizing that all of their plays don't have to drive people towards android or towards search now this is them getting away from the whole ad advertising company model and trying to mm-hmm. to move towards more content Right. That's good. Right. And I think that's important. I think it's, you know, one of the things, um, you know, I'll try not to get too long in this, but to make my point, we're seeing that every major brand is trying to build out a full ecosystem. It's why Amazon felt the need to go to the app store and music and now the tablet. It's why uh, Apple is coming out with a television next year. It's why Microsoft had to double down on phones again google is doing this we're starting to see these companies that uh were somewhat vertical broaden out now that is that because of how we as the society have changed we're becoming more content oriented more uh con- consuming stuff that way rather than you know going to stores and everything I, I, I think it ha- well. It has to do with economics, and I think it has to do with if you can get people to buy into your full ecosystem, then rather once you get that customer, you know, it's if anybody's ever worked in retail, it's attachment rate. Right. You know, you go in, you buy the TV, and they sell you a thirty dollar HDMI cord, Upsell. and then they sell Upsell. you a service plan. They sell you this and this and this and this and this. Yep. But if Google can get you to buy in and you get a tablet and you get a phone and you're, you know, when you can't use Google devices, you're using at least their software and you're buying your music from them and movies and yada, 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 then maybe they're not making a ton of money on any one of those aspects, but you're loyal. And all of them together is a great foundation for your business. Exactly. Well, and that loyalty also drives a bunch of data to them. Because as you're adding these feeds, More as signals. you're using their products, yep. they know how to better market to you. More signals, sure. the better. Yeah. I mean, that could be a whole conversation in and of itself, and maybe we should 
we should put a pin in that for another night. Yeah, I know. Joey's like falling asleep at the wheel there. Uh, you guys want to wrap this up and get into the app picks? Do we have anything else uh-huh. we abs- absolutely need to cover? Yeah. GTA 3 being ported for Android and iOS for four ninety nine. Nice. That's nice. kind of cool. I might actually play it now. And it, I'm just the like, problem Ooh. is it looks like it's only for certain devices, though. Of course. Okay, so now I need to is buy that, a device. Is that hardware? Yeah, I'm going to guess it's not going to work on your Sony Nook. Just a, just a <laughs> shot in the dark. Sony. I don't know if that's... I mean, Sony Nook. The HTC Resound, the Optimus 2X, so it might work on Republic Wireless. It's it's horsepower. Uh, The Atrix 4G, the Droid X2, but not the Droid X. What's up with that? Uh, The Photon 4G. It looks like it's all uh, what dual core processor based. At least, what's the Droid X got under the hood, Matt? Just just a plain old one gigahertz. Okay. Overclocked to one point one (laughs) gigahertz. But that's pretty cool. I mean, it. I'll look I, for maybe, it when I get my. I'm dating myself a little bit. I mean, I'm not that old, but I'm I, the oldest I one. Remember when this came out, and it it blows my mind that we can get that power and that exact same game on our mobile devices. Right. Now. The sad thing is, we can only get it for about five minutes. Yeah, because well, the battery dies. Thank you. <laughs> well, I'll be very excited when they release Vice City for a for a device. I'll be very that excited. Was the one that I cut my teeth on. When they release the damn Galaxy Nexus, and I'm gonna be really mad if the Transformer Prime comes out before the Galaxy Nexus. I think it's already out. The pre-order. Still want that to be called the Optimus Prime. Well, when I get mine, um, I'll, I'm gonna name it Optimus Prime just for you, Joey. Thank you. And that's you'll what have I said to last time. you'll have to send that's... me child support. Oh, that's because I'm just echoing you, Jeremy, because you're awesome. Thanks. You're awesome. Thanks, buddy. You're awesome. Yeah. You're See, awesome. now all of a sudden I'm buddy. Early in the show, I was an idiot. Okay, right. I'm not your buddy, guy. I didn't say guy, you were an idiot. Friend. I've never said that. <laughs> no, that was me. <laughs> I thought it. I said I that. Oh, you said it. I said that. Nice yeah. recovery. Matt's far, far crueler than I am. Crueler or honest? <laughs> no. I love it's all of you guys. combination of both. That's why we do this show every week, right? I like how a lot of the comments here on this piece on Engadget are like, hell yeah, now I can fight hobos and F prostitutes while driving. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. <laughs> so there, there's, uh, we'll put uh, a link to this in the show notes, but there's a, a list of devices, both tablets, uh, Apple devices, and Android phones that it uh, will play on. None of which I own, so I think I'm gonna play this on the plane in a couple of weeks. You know you're and gonna see if I get kicked off a flight for it. I'll tell you what, you don't get to join the Mile High Club if if you're you're effing prostitutes in the game while on the plane. That doesn't count. I'm just saying. Now you tell me. Just saying. All right, man. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We well, we we what? already talked about the the whole Google Wallet thing. Um, yeah, I think that about covers it. So app picks, Joey. Since you're tired, go first. Drag racing. All right, it is, Joey. It is just called. What? No, what did just, I do? Kidding. Mic- just kidding. Oh, dang it! Thought I had my mic muted. Anyway, uh, drag racing. It's just called drag racing. Uh, no pro or anything like that. And let me all guess. You do- Hold on. Let me guess. Dudes dressed as chicks in, in a marathon <laughs> race. Is that it? Track and field? Huh? All right, I'm tired. I don't want to know what world you. I don't want to know what world you grew up in. Drag racing. I really don't. Drag racing. It's called Montana. 
<laughs> well, <laughs> no, I blame drag racing as in two guys with a car each and t- starting at the same time and who can get to the end faster. That kind of drag racing. Yeah, I don't no, see the difference between Sunday. what you just said and what Matt said. Thank you. <laughs> it kind of sounds like what we were discussing in the pre-show. Yeah, well, this is not broke back app, okay? Whoa. Anyway, uh, <laughs> that moving on, it's very fun. It's very addictive. Um, and it's kind of cool because it's interactive in that you're not just racing your device. You can race other players around the globe that are also playing at the same time. What device are you playing this on? Uh, this would be on the Nook. Nah. And it's running It's running fine for you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, very low requirements. I mean, this is not... You, you, for instance, you don't have to steer the car. The car steers itself. You're on a drag strip. Well, that's fun. You know, well, you have to gas, you have to brake, and you have to shift. And you'd be surprised how much talent that requires when you're tapping on a screen. Surprised? Yes. Impressed? Not in the least. <laughs> okay, well, that's fine, but it's a freebie in both your Amazon and your Android markets. Cool. Um, and it's, it, for me, it's provided at least a couple of hours of fun and amusement. Well, there you go. What more could you ask for? Jeremy? And it's free, right? Yeah, free. I like free. All right, so mine is silent camera. One of the things that, that uh, has irritated me, I, I find... I have a good camera. When I'm using the phone, uh, the camera on my phone, I'm usually taking pictures of animals. And most phones will not let you turn off the click or the shutter noise that they make, you know, because of privacy and people doing bad things. But here's an app that will get around that. So, you know, I can put a phone up to a sleeping cat and take a picture and the cat doesn't wake up. It's a much nicer picture. Nice. There you go, perverts. Hop on. Yeah, you know, you can use it for dirty things, too. Did I mention really subscribe need, to us? I don't endorse that. In iTunes and write us reviews. All you perverts, five-star reviews. Just saying. Uh, Seth, Eric, what the hell's your name? You. You Eric. just call me Joey. Joey. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Right. I'm honored. So my app is uh, its another live wallpaper. I'm sure everybody's really excited about this. Um, it was one of the Tencent uh, apps that we were talking about before, and it's called Christmas HD. And basically what it is is it's a giant live wallpaper, but you can you can customize a lot of parts of it. So you have like some stockings hanging on a fireplace, and you can, in the settings, like type your name and other people's names, and they show up on the stocking. On the mantle, you can like put your own pictures in the picture frames. And, I mean, just overall, it's a fun thing if you're into the whole Christmas spirit stuff. Um, it's $1.99. Uh, quite frankly, I think it's kind of cool, so I I would pay $1.99 for it. Um, but, yeah, just check it out. And it doesn't seem to be – does not seem to be draining my battery like some other uh, live wallpapers. So nice. there you go. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. What but- you got, Matt? I'm gonna I'm gonna switch it up a little bit this year this this week, and I'm gonna actually give you a recommendation that's helpful. Now, <laughs> that would be new. I know, right? There you go. My work here is done. Uh, since we're talking about the whole carrier IQ thing, uh, the honestly, there's so many benefits to flashing a custom ROM. I don't care who you are, 
And if y- the only reason you do it is to make sure Carrier IQ has gone off your phone so you're not supporting this whole BS thing, I'm going to recommend that you download, if if you want to do it this way, and this isn't the way I, I would do it, but for, for the normal everyday person, this is going to work, and this is going to be the way that you're going to get your phone back. You're going to go to the market, and you're going to download ROM Manager. You can get the free one. I recommend supporting these guys, though, because they do good work, and they're, they're the reason why I think Android has such a, a great experience. If it wasn't for all the custom ROM developers, and I mean, granted, the, the pure Android experience is great. This adds to that. And, and without these guys, like I, I really think that the community comes together around these guys. If you go on XDA Developer Forum or if you go on DroidX Forums, like there's a really big community of helpful people that know a lot of cool stuff. So go get ROM Manager. And find a good ROM for your phone. It's going to get rid of whatever, anything that you, day in and day out, hear yourself go, God, I hate this. God, this is stupid. Why is this on here? All those annoyances, all those androidannoyances.com. It's my friend Kefsko's site. I'm trying to get him to let me take over. All of that stuff is going to go out the door when you put this this new ROM, whether it's MUI because you want it to look like an iPhone or Liberty or even any of the plain CM mods, like do it. You will be so thankful. And if you break your phone, I'm sorry that that's a process. (laughs) That's a, that is a man. If you're going to do this, do it on Friday. That's all I'm saying. But that is a, that's how you're a man now or a woman. You know, Matt, I'll also throw in there. I mean, this, this application has just simplified so many things oh, man, when right? it comes to phones. So much. I mean, it, I remember when I got my original um, Evo, uh, getting the recovery, um, like the like Clockwork Mod Recovery yeah, yeah. or Amon-Ra on there. You had to do it through command line, through ADB. Yep. And, you know, even though it's not that difficult per se, mm-hmm. um, there's room for error and it sort of freaks some people out. Oh, yeah. With this... You just you tap flash clockwork mod recovery, it does it. And check this out. Nine times out of ten, if you get hung somewhere, hold on. Take two. Nine times out of ten, if you get hung up somewhere in the process, just reboot that thing like three or four times. Eventually it'll it'll pop itself out of it. I have no idea why, but I've seen this many times. Granted, it might be all messed up because you really did something bad. In which case now you're going to learn all about <laughs> starting from scratch. But I agree too these apps like they've they've removed the need for the computer, you know. You can do a lot of this stuff without having to have the computer plugged into it, which is really cool. But Yeah, uh, and do I that mean the barrier if, to entry now for oh, installing yeah. custom ROM has it has been lowered significantly just because of the existence of this app. Exactly. And I'm if like I said, if for no other reason than you just want to say, you know what, Carrier IQ, f you. We're not gonna no that this is unacceptable. There's the there's the best way to do it. I would say. Plus, you're gonna get so much more out of it, and it, your phone's gonna seem brand new to you. Like I've CM7 and Liberty and Justice, all the mods I've used have kept me on the Droid X with no complaints for years <laughs> like literally so 
Uh, just do it. Do yourself a favor and do it. Well, thank you, guys. I actually paid for that app. ROM Manager? Yeah, Me I too. actually paid for the premium version. I paid for that and ROM Toolbox. and I, I Any of those apps I like, even if it doesn't do anything it just to support, I, I like doing. Yeah. But like Actually, for- I paid for the... Um, was it the Droid 2 uh, Recovery Bootstrap? You yep, know, you can get that, that stuff for free. Yeah, I did that PA, too. The, but, yep. you know, support these people. They're good people, man. And if it, without them, we would be at the complete mercy of the carriers and the manufacturers. Without these guys, we wouldn't know Carrier IQ even existed, honestly. We salute you. We salute you, for sure. And without here, here. the developers like Kefsco and AndroidAnnoyances.com, we wouldn't have the poop log, <laughs> which we talked about and interviewed him on an episode of The Jam Hole. I'm, I'm talking to him. I'll try and get him on this show, Kefsco. But uh, he makes some cool apps. So, yeah. Thank you, guys. It's been a pleasure, as always. I love doing these shows every week. Attack of the Androids. You're gentlemen and scholars. Both of you. Thank you. Woo-woo. Both of you. Oh, man. Joey, thank yes. you. Thank you, Joey, guys. Joey ducked off, and, but he uh, asked that I... Well, it's, he didn't ask, but I'm assuming he wanted uh, me to say thank you and good night. It's been a I think Joey's guys. playing checkers again. <laughs> yes, he's losing to his nook at checkers. <laughs> Just getting pants spanked by your nook. Oh, Lord. All right, we'll, uh, we'll catch you guys next week on Thursday. Check out our new site coming soon, attackoftheandroids.com. If you guys have any questions, comments, concerns, you can leave us a message, 406-204-4687, or email show at attackoftheandroids.com. Please, please, please subscribe in iTunes and subscribe a friend, and then give us ratings, ratings and ratings. It's all about the ratings. And share share a like. We got a Facebook page you can do that on, and we got a Google Plus page. We're everywhere you want to be. Who said that? All right. Well, thank you guys, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye. <laughs> Oh, the end.